Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of Stocks and Sports, brought to you by Basketball Kid, a book written by Evan Goldstein, available on Kindle and in paperback from Amazon. In the stock section, we'll do the fan favorite, Thunder Round. While in the sports section, I'll give out my predictions for the men's final four games, as well as who I think will win the national championship. We'll finish it off with my stock and player of the week. I hope you enjoy. It is time for the Thunder Round. So let's start things off with Siri New York. Siri? What do you think about Pinterest? Thanks. Well, this company really has growing numbers when it comes to pretty much everything. The number of monthly active users from 2019 to 2020 grew by unimpressive 37%. (coughs) Also, last time we had them on the Thunder Round, one of my problems with this stock was that they weren't profitable, but in their most recent quarter, they recorded their first profit. Because of all the numbers looking good for Pinterest, I would buy it. Now let's hear from Siri in Arkansas. Siri? Booyah, Evan. What is your take on Macy's? Thanks. Well, on the positive side, their e-commerce numbers are great, comprising 38% of their total sales. (coughs) Also, coming off their first profitable quarter, their revenues are actually looking pretty good on a growing trend. But on the downside, they're still one year in with their three-year 125 store closure plan. And the numbers are showing that they will have to close about 100 of those stores this year and next combined. And even without all of these closures, I still like Gap more because they are currently doing 45% of the revenue through e-commerce and they are investing into growing the category. Now it's here from Siri in Florida. Siri? Booyah, Evan. Thanks for taking my call. I am interested on what you think about Netflix stock. Thanks. Well, there is a lot of competition, like Viacom, CBS, Disney, Paramount, and more. But if you want the biggest one, it's Netflix. They have the most subscribers, the biggest library, and more. They also increased their monthly subscription price, and because of that, they are driving up revenues. The more money you have, the more content you can buy. And if they wanted to, they could turn that into a cycle. Because of that, I would buy Netflix. Now let's hear from Siri in Texas. Siri? Hi, Evan. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Siri, you there? Oh, sorry about that. I heard that Coinbase is going public soon. What do you think about it? Thanks. Yeah, well, similarly to Roblox, when we had this on the Thunder Round, A few weeks ago, Coinbase will go public by a direct public offering, or a DPO, in order to raise capital. For those that don't know what Coinbase is, it's a platform where you can trade cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, as well as a platform to store this cryptocurrency. And when it comes to this stock, the first thing that I look at is their year-over-year users, and they are pretty good. With Bitcoin doing really good this year, Coinbase has already added 8 million new users from their previous 35 million, over a 20% jump. (coughs) 
and I expect this number to continue to grow due to the popularity of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Now, since I expect a lot of hype when they go public, be careful if you want to get in on opening day. Now, let's finish things off with Siri in Colorado. Siri? Booyah, Evan. What do you think about Costco? Thanks. Yeah, well, when it comes to a retailer like Costco, the first thing that I would look at is its e-commerce sales, up on impressive 91% year over year. <coughs> also, their membership renewal rate is at an all-time high of 90%, showing that customers don't just get the membership, but they also keep it. Also, with them well off their highs, I see no reason why you shouldn't be buying Costco. And that's the conclusion of the Thunder Round! And we are back! The stock section's over, and now it's time for Sports... One of the two games that we have in this men's Final Four is one-seeded Baylor Bears versus two-seeded Houston Cougars. One interesting thing about the Cougars in this tournament is that they haven't played any single-digit seeds, and two of the four games that they have played, they've won by only six points or less. On the other hand, Baylor has played three single-digit seeds, beating all by nine points or more. One of the only reasons why Houston got past Oregon State in that Elite Eight game was because the Beavers were 6-for-16 from the three-point line. But with Baylor being the best three-point shooting team in the country, I think that Houston will really struggle defensively. Because of that, I have Baylor moving on to the championship game winning by double digits. And the second game that we have is the top-seeded Gonzaga Bulldogs versus 11-seeded UCLA Bruins. And yes, you heard me right. 11-seeded UCLA Bruins. They took down a two-seed and a one-seed. But in the game against Michigan, they only scored 51 points. And on top of that, I just don't see how Gonzaga could lose. I mean, USC has won of the best defenses in the country. And in the Sweet 16, they held Oregon, who scored 95 points against Iowa, to only 68 points. And Gonzaga still managed to score 85 points on them. And although it is Gonzaga's offense that is truly exceptional, they actually have a pretty good defense, leaving USC at their tournament low of 66 points scored. Because of everything looking good for Gonzaga, I have them winning. And I don't think that they'll even give the Bruins a chance. Winning by double digits. So, my predicted championship game is... One-seeded Gonzaga Bulldogs versus one-seeded Baylor Bears. But again, I just don't see a way that any team, including Baylor, can take down Gonzaga. And even with Baylor player Davion Mitchell playing the best that he has 
all season. I don't see a way that even he can take down Gonzaga players, including Drew, Timmy, and Corey Crisper. And although it does look like Baylor has played great in the tournament, which they have, but in this tournament, the least amount of points that Gonzaga has scored in the game is higher than the most amount of points that Baylor has scored in the game. That is how dominant Gonzaga's offense has been. I expect the Bulldogs to cut down the nets on Monday night and be the first team to finish the season undefeated in 45 years. To finish off this episode of Stocks and Sports, I'm going to give out my stock and player of the week. In this episode, my stock of the week will be a publicly traded company that I think will perform great going forward, while the player of the week will be a player in men's college basketball who I think will lead their team to a national championship. As my stock of the week, I'll have to go with Peloton. Despite their stock continuing to drop, I think that this stock can still go so much higher, and here's why. In the long term, what's going to have the biggest effect on whether the stock will go up and down will be the number of active users. And while the price has dropped in recent weeks, what hasn't dropped is the number of active users, growing on a quarterly basis. And if you have as much long-term potential as Peloton has, then you're going to be my stock of the week. And as my player of the week, I'll have to go with... Drew Timmy! Of course, with my prediction of the Zags cutting down the net come Monday night, Drew Timmy will be one of the key players of the success. Still leading his team in both points per game and rebounds per game, Timmy is going to be one of those players that I think will really exceed in both the Final Four and the championship game, especially with his impressive average of 65% field goal shooting. And if you are the star player for my predicted men's college basketball national championship team, then you're going to be my player of the week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe so you get a notification when a new episode comes out. All opinions expressed by Evan Goldstein are his and you should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Past performance is not indicative of future results. He doesn't guarantee any specific outcome.